0: Chunk-a-vision, chunk-a-vision, clan. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan, Lisa needs braces. Dental plan, Lisa needs braces. Dental plan, chicka vision,
1: chicka
2: vision. I made a huge mistake. There's cocaine in it.
1: Thanks ants. Thanks. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Chuckle Lovers, the comedy podcast hosted by me, Sachin Akrani, the man who makes me want to leave the European Union and join the Man Love Union. It's Stephen Chicken. Stephen, how are you?
3: I'm very well, thank you. What's the Man Love Union? I've not heard of this before. Uh, It's
1: a 32-nation union um, where men, it's all men. Yeah. Which I think is fine in twenty. Much like the United Nations. Yeah, fan. very much so. No, no Political. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just sort of chat really about, uh, well, mainly monster trucks, darts and pornography. They're the big three topics. So.
3: Yeah. And football, obviously. Have you ever been to monster trucks or like been in a monster truck? No, I've wanted to go though. I was watching Ranganathan on his yeah, monster I truck I think saw recently, this. Yeah, yeah, And it looked amazing. It I really want to do it. So yeah, like if we make it in the States and we manage to do like a US tour like the first place I'm going is like monster. Truck. we
1: haven't even made it in the UK yet so
3: yeah I know well I think we're reasonably well reasonably big we're not but like a third of our listeners are in Ireland uh-huh. I think because of um, well we're don't not mention talk. him again no He's far
1: too publicist. because of <laughs> Gavin <laughs> because of Gavin yeah, yeah.
3: Um, so yeah um, what are we talking about this week? We Satchin. are
1: talking about Atlanta. But before we get into Atlanta, I think we should set up this podcast. It's it's a very unique recording setup. So we've done the Ivy House, <laughs> which we ditched after two episodes.
3: You say we're not like skydiving while we no, do no, it. we're no, no, we're not in monster monsters. I will
1: explain. Yeah, we've so done Ivy House, which didn't sort of work out. Uh, did a Guardian building, which is good. We'll re- re- return there. We've done Skype, which has gone better than I thought. Yeah. And now we are at your friend's flat in Peckham Rye, yeah. Lauren, who is sat directly opposite me. Lauren, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for hosting <laughs> us. No worries. All
0: right. Oh, Yay. <laughs> that was perfectly timed. What what was that noise? Something <laughs> uh, there's a halogen oven self-cleaning itself.
3: All right. right. Yeah. Excellent. Like a vagina.
0: Yes, but yeah. mine doesn't go being every month. I mean, I mean it does it, in a way. If we could, could make a
3: sound, it would probably be more like yeah <laughs> it'd be good if yeah period should make a noise that i'd like make men more aware that would of, make like, it
2: less horrific every month yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks yeah. for that idea just
3: screaming out of your vagina well who's that voice i was, I was say she introduced the fourth Enya. voice Enya. <laughs> yeah nikki who who an hour ago was like i don't want to be on the podcast i'm an
2: observer i'm not gonna talk
3: well, yeah apart okay from
2: that so gonna get
1: well involved in the second recording we're gonna do after it's go behind the curtain we're doing another back-to-back
3: um, yeah in the answers. wrong order again whenever yeah. we do back-to-back we always record them yeah. the wrong way round just to make it more Tarantino confusing. style
1: yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, it's a boiling hot day in South London but it's a gorgeous day it's great we are at Lauren's um, Lauren backstory how, to, how to, when did you meet Steve how do you know him how much do you like him uh-huh.
0: uh, possibly one of my best friends introduced him to his wife who is another one of my best friends She's sat to my left yeah um, the first time I really remember meeting Stephen chicken we walked to co-op together to get some beers when we were in university and he decided to undress in a phone box, much like Superman, and walk back in his pants and lace up shoes.
3: Yeah. Uh, Why did I do that?
0: You were trying to impress me, I think.
3: Yeah, probably. Which university
1: was this remark? Leeds. 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 Leeds, oh, yeah. Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds,
0: Leeds. White right, rolls,
3: right, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you, you sound like you're from London. You? I am from London. Yeah, North
0: London. Yeah. North
1: London. Yeah. Enfield. Kingsbury. Yeah.
3: Can't Can't be be friends now, that's it.
1: Well, let's. We are talking about Atlanta. Paper boy, paper boy, paper boy. All that, paper boy. Paper boy, paper boy. Always got that paper boy. If you ain't on your grind, then you flex and use a hater boy. Paper boy, paper boy. Always getting paper boy. If you ain't making money, then you ain't a money. Uh, now I'm hosting this, but I'm going to take a backseat because I am. Uh, I was going to say an Atlanta virgin. That's not true. because I watched <laughs> two episodes literally yesterday, so I guess I've lost my virginity. But have I you feel, ever,
3: have you ever had sex in Atlanta?
1: Uh, no, I've never been to Atlanta either. No. Have, have you been to Atlanta?
3: Only for like stopover on a flight. That doesn't count. I've never been, I've
0: never been but I have family that live there. Okay. It's never good. Oh really? There. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. My uh, Olympian cousin, Christian Taylor.
3: Oh wow, mm. so like that's two Greek things in one, Olympian, Olympus mm-hmm. and Atlanta, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So sorry, sorry, who's your cousin?
0: Uh, Olympic triple jumper, Christian Taylor, you a, obviously American. Which Olympics is he in? He's in the last one and the one before, and, and he we won gold both times, yeah. current world record holder. That's incredible. Yeah, we're very proud of him. That's- Or a
1: second best kind of someone I know who knows somebody after my friend's best friend told me her mum was on the first episode of This Morning, Riverton. Oh! We were just on Pizza Express and she just dropped in. Yeah, my mum was on the first episode.
3: That's better, probably, actually. But aren't you related to, like, about 30% of the black people in London?
0: (laughs) I mean... (laughs)
1: That's
3: racist, but yes. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, I, yes. I, I, don't, I don't I just to be clear I don't
3: say that to all black people. <laughs> black Londoners I meet, that is very much I habit, have a very large ha- having family. known Lauren for uh nearly fifteen years now. No, not fifteen, like twelve yeah. years now. Yeah. That's on. um that's a Lauren specific comment. Okay. Please don't at me. Yeah,
0: yes. I, I uh have thirty six first cousins. Wow. Um, just in the UK, so I've yes, got a lot of first cousins, but not 36. Yeah, probably half of that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. We, we counted them once. My mum's one of 18. We really. counted them
2: once.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably down. more
0: now, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mum's one of
3: 18,
0: so oh. we've got a very, very good family. Whoa. Um, but enough about me. No, no. <laughs> Well,
1: hopefully you can weave that into this discussion. So let's quit. I'll quickly outline Atlanta. So it is the, what well, one person I saw described as a dramedy. <laughs> not a uh, dromedary yeah not camel I think uh, I did
3: that joke in the last episode uh,
1: <laughs> actually an otter a toy dramedy is that otter, otter. otter, otter. an unotter and a dromedary yeah. and the reason is because Donald Glover the star is correct me if I'm wrong Steve he wrote it produced it he stars in it and directs it yeah mm-hmm. I think that's true I
3: don't think he writes or directs every episode but no, he definitely he's definitely credit. Stephen Glover um, yeah. yeah but he definitely yeah he's definitely so had there's been
1: two it. series it's been hugely successful two Golden Globes two uh primetime Emmy Awards in Wikipedia is correct <laughs> third series commissioned by FX and it will premiere uh, in the US in June 2019 um now as I said I got onto this yesterday because I knew we were doing this podcast I watched first episode first two episodes Steve I'll come to you first okay um, it's great it's really good I'm not sure it's a comedy though I didn't laugh once why are oh, yes. we doing this on this comedy podcast where is a, the joke? no
3: it is a comedy it, particularly like I think later on it gets weirder like it's, yeah. it does some weird shit sometimes like there's a thing where it's they have a thing with an invisible car
0: yeah <laughs> when we, we just watching that episode maybe yeah. no no no
3: no it's a different one yeah but yeah we're like,
0: it's so, and it's so surreal
3: yeah
1: yeah, there are surreal elements. Yeah,
0: yeah. Should
3: we
1: just say we, as we always do, we always watch two. Ep- well, no, I was going to say we watch two episodes. No, I haven't often watched do. two episodes. You've watched loads, yeah. So, as a, just to say what I've watched: Series one, episode one, which is the Big Bang. Series one, episode two, which is Streets of lock Um, and there was a great surreal a moment in Series one, episode one, on the bus, which we might get into later, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably one of the other. So, yeah, definitely so got surrealism, which is cool. But, yeah, you know, go back to this, where are the jokes? Am I meant to have laughed at anything?
3: At yeah, right. Yeah. Do you know what? Because we Nicky and I watched it, like... Get involved pro- as well, Nicky, by the way. <laughs> Technically <laughs> part of podcast, Nicky and it. I watched it, like, probably, like, over a year ago. And, like, remembered it as being, like, yeah, as being more dramatic than comedic. But when we re- started re it, because it's gone on BBC iPlayer now, mm. um, they're doing, like, a new episode each week. Well, a new episode, a first season episode each week. And we were surprised at how many jokes there were, so, um I so, think yeah.
2: I feel like I know Donald Glover a bit more now, so I kind of get him a bit more. So
1: because he's also like... a childish Gambino, Yeah, yeah. Um, and he did that incredible video, This Is America, yeah. um, mm-hmm. the song and the video for it, so that's where I was initially introducing him, because I wasn't aware of him. Can we talk about Donald Glover a bit, Lauren, in terms of his impact on culture and...?
0: Yeah, so actually, one of the things I was talking about to Chick yesterday, we all, um, playing about the video my fiance initially we woke up in the morning he was like oh have you seen Childish Gambino's new video I'm like no I haven't he's like oh you should watch it it's right funny he dances in it <laughs> and then I watched it I was like that wasn't funny at all like and I had to go through like all the symbolism stuff and he, yeah. he obviously gets it now but I think it was a bit lost on him originally um white man from Barnsley <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right, um, the right um the, the thing that I used to have uh, as a um a mixed race woman um when Charles Gambino was kind of like first making music, he used to say kind of stuff that was a bit like, ah about like, you know, like <laughs> I don't like black girls, like I'm not gonna go out with this. I, I only like white chicks. Blah, blah, blah. And for the for This Is America when it came out, it was really such a progression for him to be like making a statement very politically about something that he seemed kind of removed from and he's like really kind of grown into his blackness if that makes any sense. Mm. Um and so that was, uh, was something I really really liked about that is he very different
1: to Donald Glove is he a character as no you
0: know? I'd say he's probably the same person probably a bit more
3: morose yeah <laughs> he's he yeah his CV is ridiculous like we mm. both know him I think probably all three of us know him mostly from community mm. that's where we first introduced him but he was also like a right in 30 Rock yeah. and makes a couple of cameos in 30 Rock obviously he's now in the new Star Wars film as well he's in the new Lion King that's coming out next mm-hmm. year I think and he's Rumoured to be cast in the remake of Charlie he and the Chocolate Factory as Willy Wonka.
2: Possibly not cast yet, but he's in kind of the lineup for. Yeah.
0: Which is hilarious considering he got turned down for the Spider-Man role when he was like the yeah. ultimate geek kid. Um, I mean this was years, and years ago now. But Spider-Man there was like is a black huge...
3: in the comics now, isn't he? I think. Yeah, he is.
0: Yeah. But there was this huge kind of like internet um, force, like saying, "Like make Donald Glover the new Spider-Man," and it just kind of, didn't, well, obviously, didn't happen and. I think it was a big knock to his confidence, actually. Yeah. Um, My wife wants to know: Is he related to Danny Glover? No. Troy invented rap music, and he's related to Danny Glover and President Obama.
2: I oh, bet. Have you been racist this whole time? While well, I'm telling everybody at church what a sweet little caramel angel you are. i
0: show you. But his name is Dong Glover.
3: Dong Glover. Dong
0: Glover.
3: Dong oh. hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is he a Dong Glover? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. um, yeah. He, he
0: did the stand-up show, and he said that. In, all right, once,
3: he's but. also a. Um, yeah, he's also the sexiest man alive, it's worth most knowing. Really?
0: Yeah. Like, really? Like voted by time? No, no,
3: just like on just the opinion is. of me and Nikki. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? See, so this is the thing, my personal sexiest nodding, man alive... Very I need to see him get his that. top off. No, I have, in Magic Mike 2, and it was awful. He was very, very skinny back then. I'm glad he's put on weight. Well, this
3: in America, he's on. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's
0: put on weight and he's looking a bit like... Uh, he was just... Uh, yeah. But sexiest man alive It's actually taking us back to Atlanta. Darius from Atlanta, Lakeith Stanfield also in get out Woo. also my favorite character Prop oh and yeah then.
1: the standing, that's where i recognize him from. Yeah. Geto, yeah 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 mm, he's, he's a lot yeah. more
0: clean cut there yeah.
2: obviously
3: yeah yeah he's the guy who gets abducted at the beginning and yeah. then yeah yeah,
1: yeah excellent. all right i'm just going to read a few things from an article uh, that lanre bakari wrote i don't know who that is but uh, I might have pronunciation it. is not a strong yeah, point I on the of this point of pronouncing names i'm not as stupid as i sound on this podcast actually, <laughs> but i've just been st- stunned by names but Lanray bakari for the guardian october 2016. i'll just say a few things and then you guys sort of pick up from what i say so He wrote in this article about Atlanta, Atlanta is what TV looks like when writers and creative teams are allowed to take risks, Uh, and talking about Glover, he said, um, Glover said for Series 1 that he didn't care if Atlanta didn't get renewed, if he only did 10 episodes, so be it, this was going to be his uncompromising look at life, and going back to Bakare, Bakare, like Seinfeld, Seinfeld, there's no hugging and no learning in Atlanta, Mm. disgust
3: yeah it is very gritty like mm. it's very real like every episode is about like it particularly in the first season is about like him desperately trying to get money yeah and like try to order a kid's meal and then the woman won't let him have a kid's meal because he's not a
0: kid yeah and, and I yeah and it, it really kind of shows the struggle of somebody he would like dropped out of university was a, like a bit of a bum hasn't got a very good job hasn't got a very steady job either and very much struggling to find his footing in life and find out what he wants to do. So when he realises that his cousin is Paperboy. Yeah Paperboy this underground big rapper and then he's like oh you know I can work with this and maybe I can become a music manager and I think that's very reflective of a lot of America or black America Mm -hmm. it's like you you might not be getting the academic success that you need to to succeed in life. So there are two things that you can fall back on. It's sport and music yeah and that's the the only thing you're told you can really do yeah. as a black american
3: yeah and the th- and i've listened to like podcasts about this where they're saying like um particularly for um black americans but also for like poor rural americans mm. like they will get, have a go of like making a garage band or being a rapper because it's like that is no less realistic than like we'll go to university and become an accountant yeah or whatever like it's it's as ridiculous, so you might as well just fucking go scholarships for scholarships
0: that you get for that, that's the reason rap. why my cousin, <laughs> I mean for sport, but that's the reason yeah. why my cousin does sport, his sister is also in sport, because my uncle said to him, like, you know what, you want to go to university, we've got to find a way, mm. get on the track. Mm. So the, sport is such a multi-million dollar industry in America. Yeah. Like, it's insane, as a British person, that there are people who follow, follow college football. Yeah. Like, who does that? I would never go, I don't know, to like the
2: boys' school across the
0: road and like watch all their football games. (laughs) I mean, I'd go to Dulwich Hamlets, but that's a very different matter.
3: I think it's because like American national sport, like not every, like not even every state has a team. Mm. Like there's loads of states that don't have like a basketball team or a baseball team or a football team. So like, yeah, the only sport they have, the biggest sport they have is the college football. And it's also like, because in American sport, like college is the feeder system. Whereas here, like in British sport, if you're good, you get signed up by a club when you're like a kid, when you're like 10. And then you, you know, make your debut when you're 17. But in America, there's no pathway to do that. You have to go to uni mm. first. Um, but anyway, that's nothing to do with Atlanta. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, let just say Donald Glover's character called Ernest Marks, or mm-hmm. Ernest Ern uh, Marks. He is, as you say, a Lauren Princeton dropout. Uh, his cousin, Paperboy, I didn't know until I double-checked this, he Paperboy is spelt. Not
0: Paperboy,
1: it's spelled Why? Paper- yeah, P-O-I. <laughs> and it's played by Brian Henry? Tyree Henry. Tyree Henry. Do you recognise him for anything else? I'm
0: not sure. He um has done a lot of stage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only found this out the other day because my friend was saying to me, i like, oh yeah, there's a guy I like in that. And I was like, oh yeah, is it Donald Glover? Huh? And she was like, no, Brian Tyree Henry. He's very good. How do
3: know him? He's, yeah, it's, well it is, obviously it's like pretty much an all black cast, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like every single main character is black, which we talked about on, on the show before like that's really unusual like normally it's like oh the token black friend.
0: And not only that but it, I don't feel that is 100% a stereotype of black people mm-hmm. like it's definitely something that you can relate to and finding like, like I've got a cousin like that or something like that but they're all very different like and yeah. um, was a print and drop out as I said his girlfriend, on off girlfriend like she's a teacher you know yeah it, there's varying levels there and it's not just kind of like one
3: yeah because they're t- they've got a kid together but he's so unreliable that she like is openly dating other people yeah because mm. black
0: men ain't shit
3: <laughs> <laughs> sorry what
0: black men ain't shit oh, that
1: i see in the first episode where they're in bed together so you know, he yeah. like, seems like a happy stable relationship i mean yeah she's got a date that night yeah and his daughter is Do you know what the daughter's name is i've got it down here uh, no uh
0: no van is her name yeah. um I can't remember. I, I literally just heard Lottie. Lottie. Yeah, I'm
1: not sure that's mentioned. Lottie. And so uh, Vanessa's played by. Well, I'm going to get this name wrong, so I'm trying to hand it over to somebody else. do <laughs> know <laughs> Zazie <laughs> Betts. Have I said that right? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So anyway, go back to episode one. That first scene is is excellent. So they're in the parking lot of a club, and then Paperboy gets into a argument. at uh, the Wet Bar nightclub, and they mm. get into an argument with a guy who girlfriend had been kind of shouted at by Paperboy uh, he's then shot I don't know if we know if he dies they're arrested but we then don't know that until we go back to that scene at the end of the episode and then the sort of characters are set up aren't they in that first episode is really discovering mm. who everyone is I couldn't quite figure out what um, Ernest's job was he's at an airport yeah he's It's he
3: like doing like sales isn't he he's yeah
2: concession like, kind of stands mm. yeah uh, tracks. Is car, insurance or, or some shit yeah or like car rental or something yeah. like that I don't
0: know yeah it's not but
3: it. but he's just like hassling yeah. people in the foyer of the airport who are obviously just like busy and walking past yeah the person
0: that everyone hates
3: yeah and everyone like the only person who like actually gets any makes any money out of it is like the sweet old black lady mm. who's um, not sweet who's not yeah. sweet <laughs> yeah yeah um there's some really good lines in
1: this so um when he's uh when ernest is trying to paperboy whose name is Alfred we should say he's trying to become his manager Alfred says to him I need Malcolm you're too Martin and they killed him and one thing I thought that touched on is he's actually Ernest. he's a really nice guy mm-hmm. I mean he sort of gets shouted at by his parents everyone thinks he's a bum and he's useless but he actually comes across as I think quite a nice bloke actually but he's just obviously just down on his luck a bit isn't it
0: yeah down on his luck and I think stuck in a rut yeah like he's going nowhere in life because he hasn't he doesn't see a path ahead of him, he doesn't know what he needs to do yeah. to get out and he feels frustrated and kind of like stilted. And I can't really understand that, I think we, um, everyone can relate to that at some point in their lives. Yeah, um,
3: but he's made bad decisions hasn't made he? Made some really bad decisions, Because yeah. he doesn't know what he, yeah, because as you say he doesn't know what he wants which has caused him to...
0: Exactly. Yeah. And he's bad with money in terms yeah. of like, he spends it on kind of stupid things, like taking the Vanessa out to dinner yeah. when he has $62 in his account yeah. and like going somewhere on the recommendation of a friend. So uh, that's a, a good point saying like, that you didn't see where the jokes are. I find some of the jokes are just like subtle, stupid mm. things. Mm. So like when he takes her out to dinner, they're looking for parking. She's like, just, just get, let's get a ballet. And he's like, don't want to spend the money on ballet, I have got it So there's like this homeless guy that's like waving them in with a flashlight. And he's like... It's a lightsaber. Oh yeah, lightsaber. lightsaber. He's like, yeah, you you can park here. And he leans into the car and she kind of visibly goes back a bit because obviously he smells. And he's like, don't worry, honey, that's the smell of hard work. (laughs) (laughs) That cracks me up. But like, I think that is like a a bit bit of a kind of subtle weird joke.
3: Another one that sort of springs to mind is like the guy in episode one or two, the white guy who works at the radio station, Mm -hmm. and he uses the N word and he's like like obviously just like that's not really appropriate but he's trying to schmooze this guy so he doesn't say anything yeah. and then when he gets in the car with paperboy later on mm. he backs out of saying it because yeah. he's because he's like too scared of paperboy but he's not scared of urn yeah and that's, and that's like again it's it's a nice little character thing but mm. it's also yeah it's like and he um like goads him into telling this story doesn't he, he? To set him up. Yeah. yeah and he chickens work. out yeah <laughs> which kind of makes so then then they're just like yeah, why did story. you tell that story? <laughs> yeah, I had to go up to the booth, calmly take him aside and look him right in the eyes and just said Really? I don't know man, I, I like flow Rod. Yeah, I mean, moms need to enjoy rap too. Yeah, I mean that was a white story man, I don't know why you made me tell that. Yeah, I don't know. I,
0: was... <laughs> I do, I feel that um... Alfred, paperboy, is kind of more the straight man. Mm. Like he, he's very like kind of typical, like solid, like mm. like, like bloke, but not bloke.
2: Is that how blokes sound?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, but nice. then
0: Ern is the kind of softer, weaker, like mm. doesn't really put himself forward. He's a beater, and, isn't he? Yeah, and it's kind of like how are you supposed to be my manager if yeah. you can't manage yourself. Yeah. And that's a, like a big thing that kind of like plays out a the time. Him like trying to learn the ropes and pick himself up. Mm. And one of my favourite scenes is when they're in the club and the club promoter is avoiding him because he wants his money and he keeps yeah. like pouring him off and se- different people like ducking out. And this bartender keeps like giving him shots and he gets drunk. And then he finds this route to the manager's office, gets Secret in there. Door. Yeah, it kind of stumbles in then goes...
1: I want... <laughs> I want my mm-hmm. money. I want my $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: like you have no power here. <laughs> you're <Yeah, right?" laughs> useless.
3: Yeah. That's the thing, think like he 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 knows that he has to hustle to mm-hmm. like get what he wants but he's got no hustle. Like he's 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 kind of like caught between the two worlds because he's mm-hmm. like he's been to Princeton and like and but he's also a black guy from a poor background. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of like stuck between those two things and doesn't really know how to operate in either world.
0: Exactly. And I feel sometimes you can be looked down on by your community because they think, oh, you've got airs and graces, you think you're better than us. That kind of like tall poppy yeah. syndrome. And it's very obvious that as his kind of like bigger, I think older cousin as well, Alfred's been the one who's always looked out for him his whole life. But Alfred is the one who actually hustles. Alfred is the one that's like, yeah, I've got to make money. I've got to make ends meet. This is the way I've got to do it. That's how Yeah, it's how a drug dealer, do. isn't he? Yeah, a drug dealer. But it's it's just like a, a weird kind of parallel of their two lives like mm. from same family similar upbringings like I think it's their mums that are related yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but it's how you can grow up and who gets to escape and who gets to stay mm. and is that always going to be the person that you think it is mm. Donald
1: Glover's from California set in Atlanta do we no, is that relevant? Is that important that it's set there? Do we know you? Obviously, Atlanta has school, got
0: a it? big black community. Yeah. Um, like the southern parts, obviously, are, tend to be blacker. Um, but Atlanta, otherwise known as Hot Atlanta, um, has got a very, very big black community. Um, I remember. I mean, this was in the nineties. My mum going over to my uncle, and um, there were two Red Lobsters in the same area. And
3: by which you mean the restaurant. Oh the, red yeah, the restaurant red lobster. Not, lobster. Not lobster. <laughs> <Not> lobster. <laughs> like just hanging out. Yeah. They don't know each other. That's a racist machine that those
0: yeah.
2: two lobsters know each other. Exactly.
0: Yeah, one was Paul, the other one called Clive. Now, so two red lobster restaurants and my mum was like, It's so strange that you put two restaurants in the same area And my uncle said well that one's theirs and this is ours like black people go to this one white people go to that one which i thought was very very odd in the 90s yeah in the 90s like like the climate is like not really it's not segregated but it's it's some kind of self-segregation like you're moving yourself apart um and you can kind of understand that california i have no idea about but i do know that donald glover grew up in a kind of like fairly middle-class household um
3: I know that i don't know if it's from la but la is like yeah really divided as well like it's a lot of la is a fucking shithole from what i understand mm. but other parts of it are like beautiful um it's
0: in, some kids have never seen the
3: beach yeah and they live in los angeles yeah um there's yeah i saw tweets about that yesterday um there's um yeah atlanta i think as well is it's kind of symbolic because it was um, one of the main battlegrounds in the Civil War, which was obviously all fought on slavery, and mm. it was a hotbed for the Civil Rights Movement. So mm. like, it's if you're going to do a show about race in America, then Atlanta is like the perfect place to, to put it, I think.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: So i just go back. to so there, there was a talk about surrealism. There's a scene on the bus in that first episode where, and I did like this, he's, he's holding his daughter and she's got a tiara on, which are also headphones, which I thought was a nice touch there's this weird bloke who sat next to him who tries to make him eat a sandwich and then gets off the bus as soon as the police sort of drive by but there's a really powerful line i thought in the middle of this which is Ernest talking to his daughter he says i just keep losing some people are just supposed to lose some people are are on earth to make it easy for the winners powerful line the summary i feel of the show possibly in general Mm -hmm. and i don't know about you see but how i feel most days as well
3: yeah exactly Um, no i'm a i'm a Middle class white man such in. So you're a winner. Mm. I'm yeah, I'm I'm one of uh society's round this
0: table of three losers
1: randomly, randomly allocated
3: yeah. winners, yeah, exactly only white man around this table. <laughs> I
0: mean I'm black, queer disabled and a woman. Yeah. I've <laughs> the, the jackpot <laughs> Absolute bingo. Though. All the all all the way
3: at the edges of the intersectionality <laughs> chat. Yeah.
0: But also in that like I'm disabled in a fairly easy way. <laughs> um I you sometimes have very a light skin, don't really look that black, and also I'm bisexual and marrying a man, so like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm at the upper man. edge of like the shit part.
1: <laughs> what's, I've got a disability, what's your
0: disability? Oh, ADHD. Uh,
1: uh, what is yeah. asthma?
0: oh yeah I had infantile <laughs> asthma I kind of grew out of it but yeah. when I get really bad hate it becomes but bad
1: but you're still very infantile I don't infantile. like to talk about it I don't yeah. want to talk
3: about it Yeah,
2: <laughs> it must so. be tough for you yeah it's difficult quite
1: mild. I subject use, I don't
2: use
0: it in Hayler, but I've
1: got it I live with it I don't like to talk about it it's,
3: just, it's a daily struggle it's a daily struggle yeah um,
1: excellent I, and I, I thought Streets are Lock the second episode again didn't laugh that much but it was really
3: powerful oh the second one's actually really grim to be fair
1: yeah it is grim uh, the scene with how, what did I describe him as well I think i described describe it as uh Toilet water guy. Yeah. Uh, that was quite
3: a horrific scene. Is
1: there anything particularly profound about that scene? I felt like you yeah. were tapping in something, but I couldn't quite get
3: it. There's just like, well, there's no, basically it's just that there's no support for mental health yeah. and no support for like the poorest people. Cause obviously like it's bad enough in the UK mm. where we've got the NHS getting access to mental health services. But in America where everything's privatised, it's basically, you, there's nothing. And this guy, so basically what happens is a guy gets brought into prison to lock up cause he's been arrested for, Public indecency or something, mm. and he's clearly just like got horrendous mental health mm. problems. But the police just like, ah, oh, this guy, like, and just, just like
2: here every day. Like, yeah, him.
3: exactly. And it's like, and Ernst just like, he looks like he needs help. Like, mm. and eventually they end up just. I think he spits at one of the guards, doesn't he? Drinks mm.
1: toilet water, spits at the guard, yeah. and he's then they egging him on to be
3: yeah really wacky. Yeah, and mean, then they beat the shit picture. out of him. Yeah. And it's yeah, and I think it's like. It's trying to show like this is the kind of like base level shit. I mean, we were in Dallas, Nikki, you and I, a couple of years ago for WrestleMania, and Dallas. Oh, is... whoa!
1: You've been to WrestleMania? Yeah, just
3: drop that in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I went cool. to WrestleMania 32, which mm. is one of the worst WrestleManias of the last ten years. Long. <laughs> <laughs> it's so West... long. What's
1: your favourite WrestleMania, Nikki?
2: Mine. Are... are you a big wrestling fan? i am now i wasn't until i met steven yeah i don't steven.
1: think any of
3: us don't were it's weird when you call me steven
1: i'm the opposite because i loved wrestlemania and then uh, not because i met steve but in my adulthood i've gone off it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so i think Just the reverse
0: i didn't like it because i when i found out when i was younger that it wasn't real i got really mad So i wouldn't watch i refused to watch it yeah. and then when i met chick we started watching it i got super into it what did you call me a mark yeah because yeah. like, I got everybody into the storylines. like bought into everybody. <laughs> Looking back, it was clearly always fake, wasn't
1: yeah, it? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Like,
0: like, but it's then fake? some of my favourites, like Mick Foley is my ultimate favourite of all time because he was like, if you can't make it look real, do it for real. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. How long going we get on to this? Sorry, I think Sorry, I was, we went it, to yeah. Dallas. That's yeah, da- yeah, da- Dallas
3: is very much a town where... Um, you have to have a car to do anything, really. Yeah. Like, there's like we went to buy just a hat and we were looking for a clothes shop in the city center. And the city center is all just it's, it's just bars and restaurants. A hat. Yeah, what kind of
2: chapeau?
3: <laughs> <laughs> just a baseball cap because okay. it was a yeah. Because we'd, we'd been to Chicago first, and Chicago was like you know, spring yeah. weather, and then we went to Dallas and it was boiling, so it was like and we realized we didn't have any hats. So we, yeah, we were just walking around the city center trying to find a hat and there was no clothes shops at all. It was like There
2: was no shops, no, no stuff. It was just bars, either and restaurants. restaurants or offices. Because you
3: have to have a car to get anywhere because everywhere's out of town because it's fucking Texas and everyone mm. has a car. Um And the public
2: transport is and, awful.
3: yeah, and the public so they have the a tram system called the Dart and the own and so we were using that, but the only people that use it apart from tourists are like the very poorest people. Like mm. I've never seen so many like people who are clearly like off their tits on drugs mm. or homeless or both. Like, or oh, um, very
2: mentally ill.
3: Yeah, exactly. And it was really horrible actually walking down downtown Dallas because um, obviously it's a massive business centre and there's I've never seen again so many very seriously ill, clearly off their heads, uh, homeless people walking around. So it was really had, upsetting.
0: I had quite a similar experience in New York
3: mm.
0: and I was on the subway but what struck me was that the people that i saw that were clearly very mentally ill that kind of like shouting and raving and getting up on the face and foaming at the mouth were like guys wearing nice tims like a new hat like really good Mm. clothes so it's like these people that you know i'm I'm not saying like oh they spent all their money on their clothes they didn't but like people that clearly weren't homeless so should have access to health services in some way but actually couldn't afford that much yeah so it was like wow in the uk if you see somebody usually that's very mentally ill that. Either with a carer, or you know, they're homeless or something like that, and you can understand the reason why they're not getting the help that they need. Yeah, and it's it was really really sad. I found that really really sad because it made really. I mean, we all know about the healthcare system in America, but yeah, it made me worried for.
3: Yeah, it, it's it's really upsetting to see it, and really sort of alien. Um, and I think it also highlights another thing because I think Atlanta is a similar kind of thing. I don't think it's super pedestrianised. There's not many cities in America that are good for pedestrians. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like earn walks everywhere because he doesn't have a car yeah and so like that's half the battle of the show it's like it takes him forever to get anything done because he he can't get around he has to just walk everywhere and it takes him all day
0: yeah
3: like Mm -hmm. and so it's yeah and it's just like the constant theme of the show is like um if you had just a little bit of money you can get fucking 10 times more shit done um, but if you've got nothing, then it's so hard to break can't through. Can't make that.
2: money. Yeah, exactly. Because you've got no money. There's the
3: episode that we watched this morning with um, where he's trying. To sell, what he sells his phone, doesn't he, or something? Yeah. To get money, and the guy he's with, um, uh, Darius. Darius, he's like, "Oh, get the samurai sword! Actually, like, swap it for the samurai sword. I know someone who will like will be able to trade it up." And so, like, the whole episode is them just like going to. So he gets the sword, and then he goes and swaps the sword for a dog, and then he goes and sells the dog to a farmer and he's like oh, okay where's the money then and he's like oh no like in September they're going to have they're going to use that dog to breed and they're going to have puppies and they'll sell them for $2,000 each and you'll get half of it and he's like great but like I money in September is no good <laughs> yeah. to me I yeah. need money now poor people can't afford to make investments yeah. and yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing
0: I think, yeah that's the, the, the big thing there poor people can't afford to make investments and even him becoming a music manager mm. is an investment like mm. he had to put Money that he doesn't have, time he doesn't have, yeah. and like, kind of fuck over his whole life, his relationship, and his daughter yeah. to try and do something. And that's what she says to him: like, y- you don't get, a- you don't, af- you can't afford to dream. Yeah, because you got stuff you need to do. You got responsibilities that need to be paid for now. And then you meet some other guys later on in the series and stuff like that who are managers or like wealthier and. It's easy for them. They've got connections. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, you know, like oh, my cousin knew somebody who knew somebody, and they got me the job, and I started here, and then, and I wouldn't say, even say it's necessarily nepotism, but they're kind of like it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's very, very true and apparent in certain things.
3: Yeah. There's large parts of America as well, like particularly in like slums and rural communities, where for you to get a job, you're literally waiting for someone to die because yeah. there's no jobs um and if you haven't got transport you can't go and move and work in the city you can't save up to get a deposit for a house to move house so you're stuck in the town um but all the jobs are taken so you're literally waiting for the person who runs the petrol station to die so that his job Mm. becomes available and and that's how it is so even if you spent all day every day walking around handing out cvs (laughs) assuming that you had you know didn't have kids and had the time to do that and could afford all the printing and everything like that
0: well you should do is rob cyanide on the paper? Hand it to people. They touch their fingers in their mouths. They die. You get their job.
2: It sounds like something you've Mitchell. done. Before. Yeah.
3: How did you get your job?
2: <laughs>
3: oh. <had> cyanide,
1: <laughs> I Just on that point, I can't remember who made it about the fact that um, if you get if you've got a bit of money, you sort of immediately kind of your your chances improve. I thought that was sort of really striking in this episode because Paperboy gets processed through the system mm. immediately.
3: Yeah.
1: And then is uh, just sat there that's just, that's what it's kind of based around sat in the processing system for ages mm. uh, because he isn't a rapper uh, and everyone in that room where they're waiting to get processed is black which I think is kind yeah. of yeah. obvious in a way but also quite striking as well there's just not a single white face in that room mm. apart from the guards is there so it's very
2: symbolic. yeah
0: and I think as well in the climate that it came out in and I mean the, the current climate in the US with obviously like Trayvon Martin all the things that were happening and it was we, I don't think it's Shocking because you always know that there's a disproportionate amount of black men young black men in jail in America in the UK Like across the board But it was kind of the first time I think a lot of people maybe of our generation and younger were really starting to realize the true depth of What that meant and who it was affecting because it seems it can seem kind of far removed from you if you're not a young black male Mm. Um, So you're like wow actually looking at that and I don't look at that scene and think there's no white people there. You're just used to it. And then you start realising that whenever you've watched a movie when people are in jail, there's more black people in the jail scene than there are in the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, wow, actually yeah, this is pervasive, like
1: Well I think if I wasn't sort of micro analysing it for this pod, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I would have just accepted it as a a very normal scene. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was trying to analyse every scene, I thought yeah, they're all but i was sort of counting it, were, yeah and just double checking it was just the guards are white like, yeah um, and was but the other thing uh going off topic slightly am i the oh, only one who could barely hear what anyone was saying <laughs> i don't know if it's a sound on my I mean, tv i put I subtitles on
0: that. um i just couldn't
3: really i mean hear like anyone. darius
0: is a mumbler yeah. Yeah. yeah um
3: it is quite a quiet show to be fair it and is
0: yeah. and i feel like that's intentional yeah 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 i mean i could hear them but
1: it was a bit of a stretch yeah yeah, yeah. anyway that's a side point <laughs> i'm gonna ask you guys to tell me about the Justin Bieber episode which I haven't seen but I've heard it's <laughs> the most interesting
0: straight best one no I wouldn't say it's b- BT the one is amazing. I- BT is the best one yeah. and the most interesting I think is the weird Michael Jackson one
1: oh yeah. tell me about that
0: well it's not necessarily Michael Jackson but Darius who always does his little weird side quests um, decides that he wants to buy well not even buy somebody's giving away a free piano and the piano's got coloured keys on it And he's like, yeah, I want that piano. So come with me, Alfred. Yeah, it it was not there, wasn't it? It was was Alfred's. Anyway, come with me. I'm gonna pick up this piano. It used to belong to this famous jazz musician. So they go to this jazz musician's house and the person that opens the door, and I got it straight away, males didn't get it for ages, is Donald Glover in Whiteface. And he looks like Michael Jackson. Like he's got like (laughs) the kind of pressed, silken, yakky weave going on. Very, very pale skin, like, eyes his hands probably the, the thing that I noticed first because is it weird that I recognised Donald Glover's hands uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. but <laughs> hands were I noticed first and they, they realised that they were also like, kind of a, a weird colour I mean the guy was a weird colour anyway but he's got like the dimple in his chin and he looks like Michael Jackson wearing like a velour smoking jacket he's like oh come into the house yes and it's just very creepy and uncanny the whole time like, there's just something that's definitely off and when the, he's talking about this musician, this jazz musician that was very, very famous and had a like a domineering father, like yeah. Michael Jackson and who beat him to play and then he started affecting Porphyria and was hiding from the sunlight a lot and then he was sitting in a wheelchair and covering himself up and wearing a mask. And yeah, the monkey. Yeah. Well <laughs> things like that. And then you start thinking, hold on, is it actually this dude? Has he transitioned into a white person? Yeah. And he's just making it up. But, I mean, I don't know if we'll give away the whole series. I think we can, yeah. Well, it, it turns out that he's not. Because like, then um, Darius runs into the guy in a wheelchair and he's like, he thinks he's clocked on that it's the same person. He's like, you're, you're fucked up. But he's like, you he will kill us, you have to help me. And he wants Darius to shoot him and end his misery. Um... And then the other dude comes out and it's like, and he calls him his brother. He says that they're, yeah. they're brothers, and it's very, it's such a very odd.
3: It's such a yeah.
0: Like it really kind of sets you on edge, and you're like, what was the point of all that? They do like, like to, they do
3: like to throw in weird headfoot like stuff like that, like yeah. the first episode with the dog. And Darius sees the dog and he's like oh I've oh, got yeah. deja vu and then later on he sees the dog again yeah
1: <laughs> they never explain the dog and that, that was just completely random wasn't it it, was it seems nice that way that, yeah. I'm sure
3: there's some symbolism they have some
0: there. like nice callbacks and stuff but like yeah. like quite recently in this new season um, Darius just turns around and gives her loads of money and he's like oh yeah there's your dog money <laughs>
2: like, Oh, that thing. Like, okay I remember
0: that um, but the best one that for me and I think you probably would agree, is the black entertainment television one. Yeah. So, up until that point, there hadn't ever been a deviation from the main cast. And all of a sudden, you turn this one on and there's, like, fake adverts for things. Obviously, I think they'd make probably make a bit more sense if you were an American, because they're very referential to, like, things and, like, products. And yeah, TV. it's based on a real um, TV channel, isn't it? Yeah, TV. yeah, the black, um, BET, yeah. Um, but the... The adverts and stuff are also like parodies of adverts that are currently in America. And there's like, the one for like Arizona iced tea where it's like the, the heat, like it says 99 cents on the can and then they, they beep it and it's $2 and they're like, but it says the price on the can. And that's like, apparently like, a thing that everyone could like, why is Arizona iced tea always more than it says on the can? That's like <laughs> not okay. But anyway, like segue off into something ridiculous now. Um... Have all these adverts that are just kind of weird and hilarious, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And then it goes to a chat show with a TV host, like saying, "Oh, we're here with Paperboy and Gender Expert Millie Smith, Ooh, yeah. some white name." <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> <my first time. laughs> we you know we're, we're talking about things, and he's like, "I'm just here to get paid, like I don't, you know, like earn while i on this show." <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And then. There's like a few like they talk about some stuff and then Nilesy e. Niles, do you know him? He's a YouTube yeah. kind of. He was actually a Vine sensation I think originally. Um, he used to do some like weird, stupid vines like a big black like, guy like small dreads on his head. Um, he was talking. They were like, uh, what's his name? In it, I don't know. Let's say Stephen. Stephen is an ordinary guy. Like you know, he's just an average eighteen-year-old boy. Blah 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 blah. But really. Stephen is not. And then he goes, I'm a 46-year-old white man called Dave. And it's like, what? And it it, it feels kind of weird at first because it feels like it, it's kind of taking the piss out of trans people, which I don't think it is. I think it's more like the Rachel Dolezal thing. Mm. Like, um, I mean, if you don't know about Rachel Dolezal, she was the white woman that for years was claiming to be a black woman, still claimed to be a black woman, um, and uh, was found out. And... They, they, they very much, in a very ridiculous way, talk about how this boy's like, yeah, I feel like a 45-year-old white man on the inside. Like, I like to go to farmer's markets and drink pale ales and wear khakis, <laughs> and my family just doesn't get it. <laughs> and it's, it just shows how kind of ridiculous it it is. Mm. But then it's also saying something like, I mean, they do an interview with his mum a little bit later, and the mum's like, I'd love to wake up and be a white person, but I can't. Mm. So what does he think he's doing? And it shows, you know, for some people, you can affect this identity that you can call mean I mean, like Rach Dolegile can claim that she's a black woman by putting a frizzy weave in her hair and teaching Americana, Africana, sorry, not Americana. And there's, you know, people out there that Katy Perry cornrows and grills and be like, oh, yeah, I'm so cool, but they're not afforded or we're not afforded that same thing. You know, it, the whole kind of idea of passing only works if you're somebody that has a certain type of hair or a certain skin tone um
3: and that's and that's why cultural appropriation is so offensive isn't it because yeah. it's because it's like if you were a, a a black woman with cornrows it'd be like mm-hmm. but if it's like katie perry then it's like oh look they're so cool exactly
0: and i think somebody said oh white women shouldn't wear gold hoops because gold hoops are black girl things that's ridiculous but i can see the point they're saying is that when you wear big gold hoops people like your ghetto yeah but then a, a white girl wearing big old hoops and i mean they doing it on a catwalk runway on a mark jacobs mm. show and they're like oh my god yes stunning mm. oh, oh oh they slipped down the baby hairs no one's ever done that in their whole entire life yeah that people been doing that since day dot yeah and it wasn't cool then that's when you thought it was gay. that's when you thought it was trashy that's when you thought you know like oh they're trying to last like, salt and pepper it's yeah, yeah. That, that, and that's what i think people don't really understand about cultural appropriation it's not being like you can't have this because it's ours it's like you told us we were trash for this yeah, yeah. yeah. and when you're wearing it, it's cool and then you're not giving anybody props for like who's died it yeah no you're making money out
2: of it and yes yeah.
0: and you're you're profiting yeah. off other people's cultural ideas it's like top shop selling i don't know saris like that wouldn't be okay but would it be okay to go and buy a sari off like a local shop
3: probably? in bradford yeah yeah
1: mm. Anyway, just justin bieber episode tell me
0: about
3: I mean, it sorry <laughs> no no i mean one. in all seriousness
1: i did what is that about? Because that sounds quite interesting, but I'm not saying necessarily the best one, but he, he he's actually black or something. Yeah, it?
0: yeah. Is it, but is it like his name's Justin Bieber or something like that? Or is I don't Justin know, Bieber? but it, I think it is Justin Bieber.
3: Yeah. And like, basically, everyone treats him and responds to him as if it's Justin Bieber. Is it him? Is he in it? No, no. no, no it's, but it's played like a by the young yeah. black guy. Oh. Uh, and yeah, its it's just... It's, it's very surreal, like, yeah, it's, but everyone is treating him as though he is Justin Bieber, as though they had got Justin Bieber to play that part, that yeah, right. it's a young black guy. <laughs> but I think part, of, but probably the point it's making is, yeah, like, we don't treat young black men that way. Mm-hmm. Like, it, we, we don't give them that kind of, like, if, well, I mean, we've seen it, especially with um, Raheem Sterling, like, he can do things um, that, and get pilloried for it in the tabloid press. Um... Because he's black and is is an easy target. He bought a house for his mum, and then they had a go at him for posting pictures of it on Instagram. Just like, oh, he's showing off. It's like, he's fucking bought a house for his mum. Yeah. Like, and like, Harry Kane has been with his girlfriend since they were at school together, and it's like, oh, they're childhood sweethearts. Raheem Sterling has been with his girlfriend since he was 15 and it's like oh he's, you know, he's a ragamuffin he's not ragamuffin they're not from the 19th century but, like, <laughs> about to say, like, but they, elite, but they uh, paint it in a negative light and yeah. you put the article side by side and they're the exact same story but the way they present Sterling is completely negative yeah. and I think yeah this is a similar thing with Justin Bieber like a, a young black musician who was otherwise exactly the same as Justin Bieber would not be treated the same way
2: yeah
0: especially with the, how douchebaggy Justin Bieber is.
3: Yeah, he's really talented. Have you ever seen but him? Very talented. Have you ever seen like, him playing piano or guitar? Yeah, guitar and, guitar he's, and he's drums. He's an absolute, he's a genuine virtuoso. He's incredible. But that's
0: the thing, so when he first came out, I was like super into Justin Bieber, and this is going to sound very weird. I like young boys. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll cut there.
3: Right, and that's the end.
1: <laughs> Do you mean
0: the Swiss
3: football team, young boys?
0: No, I just like, I, I really like when young boys get to show off <laughs> that, like the talent and stuff are like No, it sounds really weird. I don't know.
3: That Obviously, already, yeah. you're still giggling. But like, guys. you it's... think it's nice that.
0: But... Yeah, and especially when it's like music and stuff like that, because I, I I don't get think that boys get to show off like creativity and like softer sides to them without being bullied for it. Mm. So then there's a kid that you know he's a, a talented, amazed musician, and he's singing love songs and his little high voice. I was just like, oh my god, you're so adorable. <laughs> this is the cutest thing ever. And I was all like, baby, baby, ooh, yes, 100%. So I was like, yay! Is like one of his
3: songs,
0: <laughs> Just, baby, baby,
3: ooh, yes, I was 100%. Like, baby, 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 oh, remember. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah. He has
1: got way. a brilliant voice. He's yeah, incredible. He has
0: voice. got a t- yeah. amazing voice, but yeah. he suffered the same thing that I think a lot of young stars do. Like, they're thrust into a world where everyone around them is a yes person, do what you want because you're the money maker, yeah. and that he doesn't have a. a Good idea what real life is. Also, he was homeschooled by his extraordinary Christian mother. And I think, okay, that's also going to sound bad, but I think as well, you know, homeschooling when you're very narrow minded isn't very good because then you don't get like a, Mm. you don't get to interact with other people and get a better idea of other people around you. So I think he's growing up in a very like, Small space. Yeah. Um. He's travelled the world, but has he gotten to see the world? No, because no. he stays in airports and hotels and like, you know, he doesn't get to meet real people or do anything real. So of course he's going to be a douchebag. Like he's, oh, he's it's, awful it's... and like he's just like, oh yeah, oh, I'm so hot. Oh, I'm gonna drive my car really fast and crash it, but eh, I don't care. After Affluenza. Uh. <laughs> so, but you, you can't <laughs> get like you said, you can't get musicians are doing the same thing mm. um Could there the be probably closest
3: traiders, so person? Michael Jackson off. probably
0: yeah, but Michael Jackson was never like he was—he was—he yeah. was, was a good boy. <laughs> like he didn't go and do bad, naughty things. Yeah, I see but. what you mean.
1: But it's also that all teenagers are, to some extent, souls. Yeah. And but most of us just kind of get on with it in private. But then it's these the kids stars who live in public yeah. and you see—I mean, it is the worst period in someone's life. Yeah, because they have, and it. they
3: have nothing. That's the thing. It comes back to they have no one telling them, like, "Mate, this isn't a great idea." Yeah. yeah. Like it's the same thing with Kanye West at the moment. Oh. Like God. he doesn't he he and when Michael like with anyone who's famous, particularly if they were famous at a young age, mm. is like you surround yourself with yes men and all, everything mm. you do is brilliant and there's no one going like, mate, fucking come on. And yeah. people need that, everyone needs that, but when you're very famous you don't get it because everyone's too afraid.
0: Mm. Yeah, because you are the cash cow. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the Queen Bee being stuffed full of royal jelly.
3: Yeah.
1: She says, looking, whispering out the window, "It's yeah. oh. actually a bee farm." Oh, the road. Right. <laughs> uh,
0: is that? <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. It's the um, another house that's put there. But...
3: Wow, why aren't we at the bee farm? I oh,
2: know. Why are we doing this? Yeah. I want to go to the this. bee farm. It's bee the farm. house that looks
0: really scary, like it could be a haunted house where kids go missing.
3: Is that bee farm or beef farm? Bee farm. Okay.
1: I prefer a beef farm. Beef farms would be amazing.
3: Beef yeah. arms. Beef farms? Beefy arms, wow. like Trokdo. Let's
2: put one of those beefy arms back on him for good measure. It looks really good coming out of the back of his neck there. Nikki, any final thoughts on uh, Atlanta? Bring you back into this. Um, you're a fan, aren't you? I am a fan, and I kind of don't, can't really get where you're coming from when you don't find it funny. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't. I find it very, very really? funny. You yeah. Mean a bad meme. It's exactly. No, no. <laughs> I mean, Is everything really, okay at home? Eh? i In a way, it's not criticism
1: because if yeah. someone said, um, I know what you mean, a great drama. Oh, would have got mm. this. Amazing.
3: i've 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 heard I just this, couldn't
1: find i have heard
3: it described before as like it's not like funny funny it's it's funny adjacent and like
1: funny adjacent is a good word yeah what the hell does that mean
3: it's like <laughs> it's not out <laughs> now. yeah yeah. Funny. yeah but it's like it's got yeah as i say it's like just it's got those elements that like make it put it in sort of the funny ballpark without being like a Frazier or friends yeah. you know what i mean i got to say in that
1: second episode there was that bit where the guy is trying to talk to is it lisa or his girlfriend who isn't mm. a girl who's actually a man yeah and mm. uh, and they're sitting in the middle and he's trying to move but the guy won't let him that was that was amusing that was quite good that was quite funny um i loved it i think it's, i'm not critical. So i think it's brilliant i will stick with it <laughs> fucking yeah.
3: else
2: that why do you hate
3: so why like? are we doing that i will watch
1: episode three as soon as i can but i think it's great but i, I wouldn't necessarily well, suggest it
3: one final sure. part I did say earlier. I can't think of many shows with the entirely black cast, but I guess there's everybody hates Chris, mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Blackish. But the last two of them, it's like the whole point of it is that it's middle class black families. That's true. Yeah, and yeah, but that's where true. so I
1: Blackish all day. I love yeah, that. yeah. I love yeah. No, I love those shows. shows. We but, have to um, yeah. but
3: uh, Atlanta is like, yeah, it's it's like the only like all black, but authentic working class like yeah. poor yeah. working class show. True, yeah, yeah. Because you kind of have to. Oh, I guess Cosby as well, but that, again... No, that's, that's middle, middle class, class middle very class. middle class. Again, middle no, no, uh, but, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's middle class as well, like, yeah. that, that was the whole... Because to, to sell black comedy to the US, historically, you have had to basically make them a white middle class family who happens to be
2: black.
0: Yeah, and I think people don't want to see negative portrayals either. Yeah, like you know, like why are we going to make a show about black people putting them in a negative light when everything does that already? Mm. So they want to show black people that you can be more, you can be a doctor, yeah. you can be an advertising executive, you can be a lawyer with the, like, your crazy son, um, <coughs> son, but, um, nephew. You can play Tredder. Like everybody hates Ninja Chris Tattles. is very working class and is based on Chris Rock's actual life. Yeah, so like. But then again, also knowing it's based on Chris Rock's Astral life, it's like well he goes off and he's a famous comedian in the end. So like you kind of, I don't know, it's a bit strange. There's it, there's not there's not enough kind of real stories. And we know like when the the UK in like the late nineties, early noughties, went through a massive influx of like Asian films, like Asian Northern films, and like white Northern films, I and mean, we just love yeah it off, yeah. Like Billy well, that wasn't
3: then. <laughs> No no full Monty.
0: Full Monty. Yeah. Um, Anita and me. Yeah. It like Beckham stuff like that, and people loved it because it's like that's my family, that's my friends, that's you know that's all reflected back. I see myself in that, and it's like bloody brilliant.
3: Yeah, that's the thing with Atlanta is like it's not aspirational, mm. like, and it is like pretty grim. But the perspective it takes isn't like oh well, these people are you know creating their own problems, like you know oh they're not getting anywhere because they're you know because they're low brow. The whole message of the show is like these are people who are trying their best but they're being held down by like a billion things that Mm. are impossible to unpick and overcome um so yeah in that respect it must i don't know i can only imagine that it's quite that it rings extremely true to a huge number of people and must be their favorite show i don't know but then i don't know if like you spoke to like a poor black person in america they'd be like
2: this isn't
3: representative. Yeah, at like well. this is this is a guy who grew up in LA, who's Richard Favor. Mm. I don't know.
2: Yeah, maybe.
0: I often think to my, like this is kind of going off a little bit, but I said earlier on my favorite character is Darius, and not just because I find him exceedingly attractive, but he's just such an oddball. Like yeah. he's a complete kind of hippie. Yeah, he believes in all kinds of weird shit, and you know the stars aligning and like energies and all that kind of stuff. and me and my sisters always say black people love conspiracy theories like my aunt's saying they say to me you know everyone's in the Illuminati like they love like (laughs) we love that I say they love that but he's just even he's taken that to like the next level like he's just up in the clouds doing his own thing being a complete non-stereotype of everything and also he's end up being the most grounded and most centered character of the whole show like he knows who he is he knows what he's doing and he's happy
3: yeah, there's definite, and more often than not, it's revealed that there is a method to his madness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What does he do? Because I don't think I've picked he it ju- up. He's <laughs> just a hustler. He's yes, yeah. trading
3: samurai swords for dogs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what Selling he's doing. Selling
1: drugs, smoking weed, yeah. living with yeah. Paperboy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah that's me done on the ice. I think it's Ruggles. great I will stick with it I just I didn't laugh sorry Niki, I didn't
2: laugh it's okay right. Any other fight, or fight fight fight
3: <laughs> fight 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 I refuse fight. to fight it's the
2: first time we've met it wouldn't really be appropriate <laughs> to fight maybe
3: next time yeah. <laughs> maybe this trip naked to the waist and get in the pub so, car park sounds yeah it got some like what it was Sunday afternoon it's traditional yeah. British activity sounds like a threat yeah, yeah okay so do we have anything to plug we're, well we're, let's do it quickly this time we've got our twitter at Chuckloverspod You're on Twitter at... At I'm at Stephen Chicken. Lauren, you're not really on Twitter anymore.
0: No, but you can find me on Instagram. Lola Victrola.
3: Lola Victrola. And Nikki. I don't have
2: anything.
3: You can email podcast at (laughs) (laughs) qi.com. So, cool. Do we have anything else to add?
2: I was going
1: to do the... The website, but I just, I've, I've lost, I've lost <laughs> the will to do this
3: <laughs> Yeah, fuck the website. Yeah, the go website, the
1: website. Is, well, let's talk about the website. Is uh, what was it, it com? Yeah,
3: how I'm to not, remember in it.
1: I'm not going to do the whole right for us because I've got fed up of it, but um, I'll, go to it, it's good. I'll give
3: it a gap. Go to, to the, the website, the, all, the,
1: all the podcast links, I think. Yeah,
3: cool, all done. Thanks, right? Much. right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bye.
2: everybody. Was that goodbye, Daphne?